Hello and welcome back to Mind of Success. I'm your host, Moni Millares, a Mexican-British living in Asia. I work in fintech and build digital banks from scratch. In my years in the industry, I've realized most of us are in a vulnerable financial position. However, building a business can be a catalyst for change. So I created this podcast. It's about business stories we do not talk about. I chat with entrepreneurs, CEOs, and experts about their journeys, struggles, and lessons to extract gems of wisdom and practical tools so that we can thrive and create the impact we want. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode with a very interesting mind. So today we've got Bruno Genovese. He is the general manager of MG Empowered, a global digital innovation agency. And basically the reason why I brought Bruno to the show is because we met years ago in a, what I call the entrepreneurial journey. Both of us have the banking background, and then we met when we were both part of a team building a new bank. And since actually, I'll, full disclosure, Bruno was my manager back then, <laughs> so we know each other <laughs> quite well. Uh, and I know he's amazing. And not only he's amazing, but basically he did a career change, I would say, quite later in life, later in his career, which that's very important. It's good to make a career change when you're 20, but not when you have a family and it's more like stressful. So he went from working in banking to being a full-time entrepreneur, building the agency. So it will be a fascinating conversation to understand his experience and, and thought process and also to give us some insights on how we can do better marketing. So Bruno, welcome to the show. Thank you, Moni. Such a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, it was amazing to work with you yeah, a few years ago, and then it's now you know brilliant to to reconnect. Uh, by we the way, amazing is a word. Amazing is a word that I, I've learned to say more because I've worked with you. You know, you say the word Aww. amazing all the time, <laughs> and uh, I, I now say the word amazing all the time. So it's amazing to be here. Thank you very much for the invite. Good. My pleasure. No, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Okie dokie. So I think what I just said right now, it's quite relevant. You made a big career change from a successful career in banking. Like you've reached director, director level in several organizations. You had like the traditional banking and then the startup banking. And then at some point you were like, you know what? It's time to make a change. You were not in your early 30s. <laughs> it was like later in life, you have a family. What was going on in your mind when you decided to change careers, basically? No, good, good question, uh, Moni. I actually always had the entrepreneurial seeds, you know, within myself um, from an early age, right? When I was 12, 13, um, my dad used to own a language school. Uh, back home in Brazil, and I saw, you know, how how interesting, exciting it was to to run a business, but also how tough it was as well. Uh, and uh, I could see the freedom he had. You know, he didn't have a boss, and he could go home anytime to have lunch, dinner. So the, the very flexible 
day to day. Yeah. Um, I love the way he, you know, built the team and uh, grew the business. Uh, and that was my role model early on. And that's where I decided to go in, into business. Um, so, and I always had a dream from I was from the age of 12, 13 to own my own business. They, there was always there since the start. But it was a long journey, uh, and I can tell you a little bit more detail how we got there. Yeah. It was a long journey from you know 12 to 39, 40 years old to make the leap. So there were several steps that uh, led us, led me to get there. Um, and uh, so it was a, a long, long process uh, through, through my life, and I, and I can spend if you want. But uh, the desire, the passion, and the vision, and the dream were always there at the start. So that when the opportunity came, and when the, the situation was the right one, then it was an easy one to make. Of course, a bit scary, and it's a big, a big jump. But deep in my heart, I was absolutely convinced it was the right thing to do. And um, now it's been a year and a half, nearly, since I made the jump, and it's been the best thing. So I don't Amazing. regret it. I'm super proud about it and so happy about it and uh yeah it was the best thing but uh, uh many years coming to get to that point i would say yes that's a fascinating story and i have like so many questions i think like when we worked together we didn't go into this level of detail <laughs> so yes, now i have yeah, questions <laughs> yes. yeah go for it i'm all yours <laughs> so basically you grew up in a family where entrepreneurship was there how and i think i know the answer but like what what was so exciting about seeing your dad run his own business that marked your life in such a way that you were like since since you were a teenager you were like i want to do this what was that thing that sparked the sparkle ah so so many things right first of all the ability to help other people you know make a difference in your community uh, I saw the growth story as well. So initially it was just one, you know, language, you know, school, and then it was another unit, and then it was another unit. So it was a, an interesting growth story. Then there was the technology side where back in the day, you know, there was no computers, and then we, we started introducing computers. And I, I even helped him at the time with spreadsheets and the first databases and all of that. So oh, wow. it was a little bit of a techie since the start. And I, I, I helped, you know, the business at the age of 12, 13, and, um, so the, the automation, the technology was interesting. The, the, the freedom, you know, of being your own boss. Um, but then also a big lesson for me was uh, the client is your boss, right? The customer is your boss, right? You might not have a direct boss, but the, but the customer is your boss. boss. And if the customer yeah. is not happy, and, and then, you know, you are serving someone anyway, right? So that, that, that was a, a clear um, lesson um as well uh for sure and that that's what made me choose to go into business at uni and and and, and then yeah things things moved on from there but yeah these were the th the key things that i observed with my dad that uh, made me made me choose to go into business and then eventually to be an entrepreneur myself as well amazing now i'm conscious that i say amazing <laughs> because you said that <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I was not conscious of that. <laughs> okay, dokie. So you also mentioned that you made the jump from working in corporate or as an employee, let's say, 
into being a full-time entrepreneur when you were roughly 39, 40. That is not like when you're 25. You already yeah, had yeah, a yeah. kid back then. And you said there was fear. <laughs> what was that fear and how did you cope? I think the, the, what people don't see is is what comes before that, right? Because it, it wasn't that overnight I decided to become an entrepreneur. It wasn't that at all. It was a choice that I had since early age. And I made steps um, in my career um, to to get to that position, right? And I... And, I think when I work with you in in, uh, in, a, in a fintech startup, that was one of the steps, right? So uh, I think the first step, you know, when I was at uni, uh, I started my own business with a friend and was the start of the internet. And uh, we did websites back in the day, you know, programming websites, yeah. HTML. And, and then we started to incubate a few businesses as well, got an investor. So I did a little bit of entrepreneurship early on. And then the internet bubble came in 2001 and we had to close down. So it was a kind of a massive failure early on in my career, but a massive learning as well, uh, which uh, which helped me mature at such a, a young age. So then, then that's where I chose to kind of pause the entrepreneurial dream and go into a corporate career. So I went into a big corporation, American Express, um, still back in Brazil, but always with the spirit of learning and the spirit of experiencing, you know, business and, you know, and clients and marketing and digital and technology, always learning, but always with the spirit of making things happen, right? And being an entrepreneur within a corporation, that was always my career, right? At American yeah. Express. And then I came to London, you know, 10 years at HSBC, always launching products, disrupting and, 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 you know, trying to innovate within a business and trying to make a difference, launch new products or launch a new marketing campaign. I was always an agitator, disruptor, and, and you know, trying to to make a difference with this, you know, entrepreneurial yeah. spirit. And that's where kind of I got fed up with HSBC and then went to work with you in a, in a fintech startup, which was in one hand a nightmare, but on the other hand, a brilliant, ex- exactly. brilliant experience, which again was another <laughs> yes. step. To, to, to prepare me to become a, a full-time entrepreneur. So it wasn't, well, I think in summary, it wasn't a big step overnight that I decided to become an entrepreneur. It was a number of things that culminated um, into that, uh, which gave me more confidence uh, and desire and experience to, to make the jump. Yes, I think those are key words, confidence, and experience and desire because when you put all those three together yes yes it does make a difference like that's such a good point i was thinking about that this week because i was like oh i've been doing podcasts like for a year it's like it's a long time but it's not the first time that i started doing something similar i started a youtube channel let's say eight years ago or something but it didn't go anywhere i only did like 10 videos and that's it but I think my answer was exactly what you just said. Yes, I was in my early 20s when I started, but right now I have the experience and I have the confidence. Therefore, it's so much easier yes. than when you're yes. just like younger. You're just like, oh, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to do it. And then you don't because of yeah, that. No, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, I, and I remember, again, when we were together, that you were into mentoring, you were into coaching, you were always, you know, willing to help other people and, you know, and, and, and trying to make a difference, not just in your job where you were great anyway, but also outside of your job and, you know, experimenting and, and trying and exploring new things. Um, and I think you are on a journey to become an entrepreneur eventually as well, I guess. Uh, but uh, I think this this experimentation, exploration um, is, is something that everybody can do, right? And, and even exactly. working within a corporation, creating new products, creating new business lines, agitating, testing the market, you know, pushing the boundaries. These are things that you can do even within a corporation before you're ready to go full-time on an okay. entrepreneurial journey. That is such a good point because like right now it's so relevant given the pandemic and everything, people are way more conscious about their personal finances and the risk of only having one income, e.g. your job, because yeah. anytime something can happen, like never, no one ever thought like, oh, there will be a pandemic. And then like, we didn't think of that. Yes. But yes. then it's like now there's many people trying to build things on the side. And there's a lot of people just that, like you and I that like they have a job, you know, they work in corporate. But it seems like you had, and knowing you, it seems like you had a strategy. It was not just, uh, oh, I work in this company because that's the next job. But it was, uh, hey, I could guess that you went from one role to the other, a company to another, with kind of the end in mind of being an entrepreneur. Therefore, that's how you assess the opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I took some risky moves and uh, like living in a big corporation for 10 years and going to a 20 people startup working with you. And then I did it again two years later to another uh, fintech yeah. startup um, and always in the spirit of learning, exploring, developing um, more entrepreneurial you know, projects uh, and ventures because uh, I knew that would be helpful for me in the future, but also because that's what I love doing anyway, right? So I, I, I got bored of corporate life and being a senior role in a big bank that wasn't driving me. So I went towards my passion and, you know, I want to be the product. I want to make a difference in society. I want to help others. I want to build something, you know, I want to work in a smaller team. So I, I took moves that led me closer to that position and they were all super hard, super challenging, super tough, but they are also the best things, right? Uh, yeah. They were uncomfortable, but they were the best things for me to learn, to mature, to, to get experience, and then the confidence to then eventually go on uh, and think of a full-time entrepreneurial role. Yes, I, I, I totally agree with you. And one of the things that I remember, and I can see it now that you have it since young, it's like you have a very growth mindset. And I remember both of us, like we had that thing in common as well. Yes. It's like yes. we have the growth mindset and passion for it. Some people call it different ways, but like personal development, personal growth, self-mastery, yes. however we want to call it. How, how, what was the role of having that mindset? as you were building your career as an employee, did you use the growth mindset actively or, or how did that mindset help you? Yeah, no, definitely. I think mindset is, is a big piece in entrepreneurial life. It's probably one of the key pieces. Um, 
And yeah, I've always been into very interested into personal development, coaching, self development, uh, and all of that uh, over the years. And I know we we exchanged lots of informations and ideas and books in the past, and that was brilliant. Um, I think, but I, I I changed and evolved a lot as well on that, especially more recently, uh, in a good way. I think uh, I think previously I was very driven, committed, and, and, and passionate, but almost like in a rational way, right? You know, let me build a plan. I'll go and do the plan, and then I'll get the result and. And very mechanical, very you know rational um, in a way, um, almost like I can do it all on my own and I can make it happen. But what I've learned is that there's so more, so much more to life than that. And I think an analogy is like a surfer, right? If you if you're gonna go surfing, you cannot make a plan to go surfing. <laughs> you need to go into the waves. <laughs> And serve the waves. Have analogy. Yeah. Yeah. You need to serve the waves as they come, right? And there are infinite waves, right? So I have this strong belief now about infinite possibilities in life and that you need to be open for them, for you to serve them. So that, that's kind of something that I, I, I now believe. I now have a much deeper sense of faith um, and gratitude about life in a way that whatever happens, even though they might look good or might look bad, I don't judge. I just receive, accept. I'm grateful for it and try to evolve and learn and leverage and, you know, make the best out of it because it's happening for my good. Um, and I also have a sense, uh, which is one of the things that I've been learning more about, you know, access consciousness, you know, talks a lot about, um, having a life that is all about you know ease, joy, and glory. Kind of, it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be easy, right? And it, it needs to be joyful. And when you're you know when things are easy and it is joyful, then glory happens. So that that clicked for me probably a couple of years ago when I was so stressed out making this transition and being an entrepreneur and trying to manage the finances and trying to predict what was going to happen and trying to make a plan and then. I just surrendered at some point. I said, surrender. And I say, everything's going to be okay. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the next steps. I um, raise my worries and concerns to the higher intelligence, to the higher power. And I'm sure the, the universe is general. the universe will open doors for me and things will happen that I don't even imagine. And these things started to happen completely unexpected things that came out of the blue, some big, some small, and things just now started to flow a lot more. So this sense of surfing, this sense of letting go, this sense of trusting, and this sense of releasing, putting yourself to the universe and that things uh, come to you is the mindset shift that I adopted probably two years ago that is now helping me a lot more than my, my old self, where I was so concerned and analytical yeah. and rational yes, i'm yes. not that anymore i i had to to evolve and I'm, I'm so proud of this this journey through you know podcasts books uh the bible you know lots of things that helped me mature spiritually and, and from a mind a mind perspective as well so it's been a big journey that i'm kind of really really proud of yeah 
And something I want to contribute more to the more to the world as well. We started uh, recording some videos on on Instagram last year. In the end, became so busy towards the summer I stopped. But something that I want. I remember, I saw you. Yeah, you used to yeah. work for a walk, and you and yes, exactly. I remember. I yes. with my dog, sharing some thoughts. So I did a few videos on that, which were which were great. I, I stopped over the summer because things uh, got too busy, but I'll probably come back to it again at some point, sharing more, because it's, it's about contribution as well, right? When you contribute to others and you when you try to, you know, teach what you've learned, then that's the best way for you to learn yourself. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. so that's something I want to go back to, but it was a mindset shift and mindset growth and change for me over the last two years, uh, for sure, yeah. I think that's fascinating. And you're right, like, there is... I think I've gone through a similar journey that it was like the achieve, 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 achieve. Then yes. life yes. gives you a knock here and there. You wake yes. and then you're like, okay, I'm humble now. And it gives you another one. And you're like, oh, that hurt a little bit more. <laughs> and then like, now I'm really humble. I think I'll just surrender <laughs> and see where this yes. goes. Yes. I've been in a very similar journey. And like you say, it's fascinating how little things happen here with ease, and so um, yes. there is no need to have that extremely stressful life. On the contrary, if you tap into that inner joy, exactly, yeah, then everything flows a little bit more yes. smoother. Exactly, yeah, it, that's a beautiful place to be. Yes, yes, that's the place to be for an entrepreneur, right? Because if you are committed and if you have 100% belief and faith no matter what uh, and you have a relaxed mindset because you just trust deep inside that things are going to happen in unexpected ways but in good ways and if you're open and, and and if you start from that place that's where things start to flow and then the opposite is true as well if you start with a place of fear or concern or being too rational and analytical about things then things don't flow. <laughs> uh, yes. So, yeah. So, oh, I'm so glad because we never had this level of conversation like true, five years true. ago because we yes. were not in that space, but now both of true. us are. So yes. what is your, with this new level of understanding and this new mindset, what, it's two questions. What is your definition of happiness and what is your definition of success? I'm very curious to hear that because mine has changed a lot. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, that's something that I reflect, you know, all the time. I have my you know, notebook and, you know, what is my, my purpose? What is my values? That's something that I'm always reviewing. Um, my values as well, you know, I had a list of, you know, 15 values. Um, now it's only five, right? I helped... So what are the top five things that I really you know, value in my life? So I, I kind of tighten them up and really reflect them and make sure they are the, the right ones. Um, for me, um, if I were to summarize, um, I think um, I like to think that I, I am on a magic path, the divine plan for my life. That's kind of, let's start with that. No, I'm in the right path. It is a divine plan for my life. Um, I trust these infinite possibilities that uh, will, will, will come to be. And I have a purpose, right? It's all about purpose. And my purpose is to enjoy life, you know, in all this glory and contribute generously 
and creatively to the world, right? If I if I can live this purpose every day and have fun and help others with creativity and generosity, uh, then the same will happen to me. It's, for me, it's as simple as that. It's all about this purpose of empowering, helping, making a difference with creativity, generosity, uh, and lightness. And once that happens, um, you are in a good place and you don't need to seek happiness because you are living with peace and ease uh, yes. and you are making a difference day in, day out. And then you attract the good things as well that come out of that because whatever you give, it's what you receive, right? So that's that's what I try to, to think, yeah. Oh, I love the transformation. It's a, it's a different <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, but I agree with you. Like, I've been thinking... Of course, like I spent many months on my own during lockdown. Asia was intense when it came yes. to lockdown. So I had a lot of time to be in the house, let's say. And then many times I did think like some days were very difficult and others I was like at so much peace. And then as part of that, I also did a meditation instructor program. I did a breathing pranayama teacher program. And I think doing all those things at the end of last year, I was like, I think my definition of happiness changed. I think it's exactly what you just said. It's just being at peace. Yes. With everything. Yes. And then if you're at peace and everything, it's like, like you say, with ease and flow and grace. And yes. you don't Absolutely. get triggered as much. Of course, once in a while, yeah. you get triggered. But it's totally different. When you're at peace, Yes. Yes. then life flows in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes people put such high kind of dreams and goals up there, right? That becomes an obsession and it's something that is out there years away, which is great to have, right? The direction and a goal and all of that. But if you're obsessed and only driven by something that is years away, then life becomes a bit, you know, stressful. <laughs> and whereas if you live a day at a time and if you have, you know, a direction and if you have a purpose and if you go with ease and fun and lightness and, and you create every day, then I think it's a much better approach to life, right? And also being open to what's out there that comes up out of the blue. And these are the best, thing, the best things, right? When yes. you're open to the universe and you're open to possibilities uh, that come your way and take advantage of those, that's, that's the best thing. Um, I, I learned a lot as well from Florence Kovoshin. I'm not sure if you know her. Uh, it was a writer from maybe 100 years ago. And one of these things she says is about intention versus intuition, right? So if you focus too much on intention, your desires and your wills, you know, it, it's okay. But the really interesting thing is to listen to the intuition and the hunch, right? When you... Yeah. When, when, when it's good to have a goal and what you want, but you need to be open and alert to the intuition and the hunches that will come your way, even though they might sound a bit crazy and weird. weird. If you yes. take the step, yes. the, the, the hunch and the, the, the rear doors that open to you, that's where yes. things really start to happen. I, and I think that's key because it's like being open to your intuition is listening to your own voice. Because it's you kind of like telling you something and usually you just like disregard it. But sometimes it's like, you just know, you just have to be kind of connected with yes. you and be like, hey, this thought came in and 
that happened to me today, like properly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, that sounds a bit crazy. And then I was like, oh, no, maybe that's not crazy. Maybe, you know, that yeah. that is what I need to do. It's my intuition. I'm like, oh, definitely. Yes, I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, yes. So following the intuition, I agree with you. It's, it's, it's an art as well. Yes. And I find it is, well, for me that I have a very demanding job, it's not, it does require some sort of energy or intent to reconnect to that peaceful place and intuition yes. and really listening to yourself. Otherwise, it's so easy to get carried away with life Agreed. and work yeah. and stress. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, for me, it's a walk with my dog, Hope. Uh, you know, it's the moment that I can leave the house for half an hour, go around the block and listen to a music or a podcast and just reconnect, recenter and be, you know, awake and, and, and listening. Because you're right, if it's just a day to day, it's just too busy, then you're not open to the crazy ideas and thoughts and hunches that come to your mind. So you need to, uh, it's helpful, I think, to make the time in a week or to yeah take yeah. time for yourself yeah i have a question that sometimes people back home are like what <laughs> but i would love to hear your perspective on this i believe that the universe gives us hints and messages and it's constantly yes. communicating with us yes i knew you were going to say yes um how do you listen to those messages Um, I think, first of all, we need to pay attention, right? Because these thoughts may come and you're, you just ignore it because it might look or sound a bit weird. So I think paying attention is important, first of all, uh, so that you're you know, open for those messages yeah. to come. Um, then when they come, to be curious about them. Right, explore and 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 have a think, have a look, and and just take the step. Right, even if it makes sounds weird, then just explore. There's something in there that I probably need to have a look, or I need to explore, or I need to make that phone call, or I need to search. You know, and 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 just go for it. Go for it, even though it might sound a bit weird. Um, oh, that is your word. You used to tell me that all the time. Go for it. Go for it. Yes. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go for it's it. It's amazing. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think especially when it sounds counterintuitive, right? Because if you follow the rational mind and the rational mind says don't go for it, then then that's that's an interesting um thing to pay attention and to to reflect on right because when we are too rational and too you know down to earth on something then and then when a, a, a hunch or an intuition comes up that conflicts with that and that's where it's interesting to to consider because maybe that's exactly what you need to do or exactly what you need to to explore and be open for these these possibilities yeah it's like and make and make the time right as i said for me it's, it's go for a walk you know a few times a week for some people it could be a meditation 
for some people could be go for a swim or you know, yeah, each person is different, but making yeah. the time for yourself is so important. Um, and because that's where you, you, you're open to, to reflect and for ideas to come. Yeah, that's such a good point. And also, like, I'd like to add, also listen properly to the words. Many times I have conversations, let's say with you, or some, somebody, like random conversations, and they say something. And I'm like, oh, that's the thing that I needed to hear today. Oh, that's what the universe is trying to tell me. It's probably yeah. somebody else said something. For example, you just said, go for it. And I'm like, I wrote yeah. it down. I'm like, that's what, I have to that's what the universe is telling me. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can feel this in your body as well, right? When these moments exactly. come. Exactly. I remember when I was... Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was in, in Sao Paulo um, thinking about coming to London um, and I slept, you know, I think it was an afternoon that I you know, went for a nap and when I woke up, I just felt in my body, you know, you have to go. Sounds a bit crazy, but, you know, just go. Uh, and when I was living at HSBC as well, you know, 10 years career, I had a really good position and this opportunity of this fintech came about, which was, you know, 20 people company, super small, super without uncertain. Without a name. Without <laughs> a name. Without, I genuinely didn't have a name. <laughs> without anything, without a contract, without people. <laughs> it was just <laughs> an idea. Just an, an idea. idea. Yeah. Crazy people. And I just had this feeling in my body, just go for it. I don't know why. Rationally speaking, you know, it doesn't make sense, but emotionally and you know the, the feeling that it is the thing that came out of the blue was a phone call from a headhunter and then exactly. the more I explored the more I had a good feeling and in the end it was a, a brilliant experience uh, very tough and was, as it was for you as well it was you know crazy busy and, and lots of ups and downs it was super challenging but it was the best thing right it was the best thing because that opened the doors for another thing that opened the doors for another thing and one thing leads to another and Yes, yes. And like, how did that experience prepare you to be an entrepreneur? What did you learn when you were building a bank from scratch? And it was not how to set up this complex system. It was not technology. It was not banking. Yeah. What did you learn from those years? And that's it that you can only answer looking backwards, right? And I know, uh, I think Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs in one of his kind of speeches says that you can only understand life if you join the dots but looking hindsight right you 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 only know a few years later right you you don't know on the spot what's what's happening and and, and what's what's ahead of you you never know uh, so I, I learned a lot in terms of entrepreneurial life uh, you know at this at this company we went from 20 people to 100 people right in a space of two years and it was massive in terms of changes, processes, policies, culture. And that's exactly what I'm living through right now in my current company. Because, uh, you know, we were 20 people a year ago. We're now at 50. And the people that are there, my, my team that is there, they, they've never experienced it before. So for them, it's, it's, it's just challenging, right? Huge growth. And, yes, and for yeah. me, I've done it. Uh, I've done it twice actually, because after the place we worked together, I did another stint for another two years at another 
fintech venture going from 20 to 70 people in the space of two years. So well, that's, I've done it twice. I'm doing it now for the third time, but now I'm leading. But you're I own, I am owning the thing, yeah, uh, jointly with, with my partner. So it prepared me to go to the scale-up experience uh, and yeah. all the ups and downs and all the challenges and all the pains uh, and all the joys. Uh, it prepared me for sure. But at that time, I would have never known that was a preparation. I, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't know. No, I just knew. I just had this dream of one day owning my own business, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I didn't know at the time that it was preparing me. I just knew and felt deep inside that I had to be there for some reason. <laughs> and I trusted that and I went for it like like you did. And yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So now if we look at the present, let's say you have this agency with your wife yes how is it like how's the dynamic of building because it's not a small business you know it's it's a proper business she's been working on it before then you joined yes Uh, how's the dynamic how does that work yeah that's another unique side of my story uh so we when we we had our son antonio uh, seven years ago, and then Myra, my my wife, took um, maternity leave, and then when she was coming back, uh, she said, no, "I don't want to go back to uh, corporate life. I want to start my own thing." And I supported her since the beginning, gave her, you know, my emotional support, obviously, as a husband, uh, but also, you know, helping her as an advisor um, as much as I could, more from an admin financial side. Um, since since the beginning uh but she did such an amazing job over you know the first three four years of the company you know growing the team growing the clients and and building from scratch um and landing some amazing clients it was just unbelievable so it was a an incredible journey going from one person to i think 15 um, which was the uh, beginning of last year so yeah just over so in three and a half years she went from zero to 15 people and five big clients and that was the the first part and i, I was always advising helping of course and, and seeing the growth and, and equally getting increasingly excited myself you know being a husband and, and seeing a, a, a business coming from within the family uh, That's exciting. So I was sensing the excitement, and again, based my own entrepreneurial spirit, I was feeling more and more that could be the thing uh, for me as well. Eventually, at some point, um, and that point came. Yeah, early. Yeah, yeah going to be nearly two years now. Uh, a year and a half ago, that uh, the moment was right. Uh, I had another career change at the bank, and I thought. Uh, I could take on another role within a bank and continue the journey to become a senior leader at the corporation, which could be a very you know, good path. Yeah. Or I could take the risk and go all in in the family business and work together with my wife and and go for it. And the hunch and the intuition and the feeling in my body was to go for it. And, and then I, I, I went for it and it's been the best thing uh, so we complement each other very well, uh, for sure. That's very 
good for us and for the business. So we have different skills. Uh, she's a brilliant communicator, a brilliant marketeer, brilliant strategist, and just a visionary, passionate entrepreneur. Uh, and I'm kind of the the opposite of the yin and yang. Yeah, I'm more of the Buddha, more of the business guy. The, the, uh, I'm creative as well, of course, but I'm you know, more of the business builder, where she's more of the creative builder. So we kind of complement yeah. each other very well. Yeah. So we we have. A little overlap in the day to day. So she looks after some teams and people. I look after some other teams and people. But of course, we need to work together. Uh, but we find ways to dissociate family life and business life. For example, we don't talk much about business in the evenings or weekends. Yeah. Uh, at home, we often, I'm either here at home and she's there or the other way around. So physically, we're not present all the time because we are focused on different things. Of course, once or twice a week, we had to catch up. And we now form a leadership team now where it's not just Bruno and Mara anymore, but it's a leadership team that is forming. So it's about a strong leadership team that is, is going to lead the thing, not just the two of us anymore. Uh, and we're going to step away uh, a bit more. So, yeah, we have strategies to, to conciliate. But we are very proud of the teamwork as well because together we make a really strong team because we bring different skills to the table. But it can be challenging at times, no question. It's, it's not all 100% easy. It's, it's not, always even if it's not your wife. <laughs> like, yes. Working with people yes. is challenging. Yes. yes. <laughs> but on balance, it's worth it. And we, we love it. And we on balance, it's a lot more positive than, than, than not. So it's definitely working, I'd say. Amazing. Cool. So for anyone who's thinking of starting business with your partner, it is feasible. Yeah, it is definitely it possible. Is... Yeah. yeah. And again, we've been trialing for years, right? Because I was supporting her as an advisor uh, it's, first. Gradual. Yeah. So we, we started, it wasn't that overnight. We, we started working together. So I, 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 I was always there helping and assisting and, 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 and with her. And, uh, and we, we could experience you know, how it was. First, very little, and then a little bit more, a little bit more, and then get to a point that it became full time. Um, so I think the spirit of experimentation it applies to career as well, right? As we were talking yeah. before about growth mindsets, you know, experimenting in, in a career is is something that it's I really important. recommend. You know, yeah. moving to a different team, doing something you've never done before. Trying and, and 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 taking you know calculated risks, and rather than just avoiding you know massive jumps, but sometimes you do need massive jumps. But the more you experience and and try to ex experiment, the better because it gives you the confidence and the the knowledge if it's for you or not. Um, and that's what I, I recommend my team to do as well all the time. You know, go try something different. Go do a rotation. Go you know just just keep learning, keep experimenting, and then you eventually will learn what you like, what you don't like, and what's up for you and what's not up to you. Yeah, yeah definitely. I like that. Keep learning, keep experimenting. That's something that you do a lot as well, right? Because yes, you, you made some big jumps from Mexico well, to London to, <laughs> to Malaysia <laughs> and having yeah, some side projects. So you, you are a big yeah. experimenter as well, which I yes, I love about you too. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I, I agree with you. It's like it's about learning, but it's not learning theory from the book. It's about experiencing the learning and experimenting. And yes, you'll fall many times. <laughs> you yes. Know? 
Yes. But it's part of the getting up. It's yes. It's part of the journey. You learn a lot in the getting up. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's where you learn basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's where you, you learn. Fail. Yeah. If you're not failing, it means you're not trying. And then if you're not failing and trying, you're not learning and evolving. So you have to be open to fail, to struggle, to fall, and then to to get up again. But always in a gracious way. That's that's what I'm. I'm kind of being learning and evoking myself. You know, bringing the grace and bringing the empathy for others and for yourselves. That's that's okay, right? And and that's actually the the only way is to embrace these experimentations and these waves and the waves might you know, come over yeah. you most of the times, but eventually you serve the wave. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so coming back to the business, like you guys have grown the business. Like I've been following you on LinkedIn. So you guys have grown the business. Like it's doing well. It is global. It is very vibrant. It's very exciting. Yes. It's very relevant. Like I love the brand as such. It is, it is cool. <laughs> yes. So when it comes to anyone who's listening and uh, as a want to be entrepreneur or someone who's at the beginning of the journey or well anyone for that matter because everything is changing so fast what do you think are the key i don't know i don't even know what's the question like what okay let me just change the question altogether. like you have a marketing agency that's doing really well and you know a lot of things that i don't know <laughs> basically that's why i'm struggling with the right <laughs> question there yes. For all these people who are trying to build a business, what's the thing that you would tell them from a marketing perspective? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what I'd say is, uh, I think first of all, it all starts with relationships, right? It's, it, I think it's, it's business, but it's actually about people, right? And if you're clear about that, then when you think about clients, that's where the focus should be in terms of building relationships with your clients, which means getting to know your clients or, or your prospective clients, understand their needs, understand their goals. And then naturally you, you're going to learn how you can help them. Right. But if you're not interested in them, in them as people, them as business, their needs, their, their, their pains and their goals and their dreams, then you won't be able to fulfill. And, and then when you are truly interested and when you build these relationships and this trust um, with your clients, then that's where business starts to work because you're really helping, you're really serving and you're really making a difference. The same applies to the team, right? It, it's all about relationships with the team, uh, you know, understanding the team, supporting the team, empowering the team. Because if you do that in the same way that you do with your clients, then they will treat the clients in the way that you want as well, right? So we call that empowering. That's why it's in the name, Gene Power, right? So we say empower people, people and brands to go above and beyond. That's what we say. So it's about empowerment, giving them power, giving, taking them to the next level. But to empower, you need to create the relationship. You need to create the trust. You need to create the knowledge and the understanding. But it's it's all about people. And then when you when you know, when you, when you create, that's when you empower. And, and empower for me is is about making a difference, right? Is making dreams come true. Is it about creating true differentiation, you know, in your product, in your services and doing the same for your clients. And when you do that in, in an authentic way, in an innovative way that only you can do, 
then I think that's it. Then magic happens and, and things flow. Yeah. yeah. These are my, my, just... my, 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 uh, these are my, my key thoughts. If it's people, it's environment, yes. and it's about, you know, making a difference in a, dif in a differentiated way. Which is so interesting. If I hear to what you said from the ears of a listener who's trying to work out the Instagram algorithm or the TikTok thing and trying to learn all these tactics. Basically, yeah. you're saying, hey, go and build relationships, go and yeah. build trust first. And it can be done online. It can be done yes. in Instagram and TikTok and all these platforms. That's exactly. what I heard. Yeah. It's like exactly, focus exactly on that, that first. Exactly. Focus on that first. Understand your audience or understand your clients. Add value to them in a genuine, you know, way that you're really helping. Uh, you know, making a difference in their lives, giving content, giving support, and then of course, if they become clients, you know, even more. Right? We have this concept eternally above and beyond, which is kind of our mantra: hashtag above and beyond. So. And that's the secret of our success, uh, I think, right? We don't just deliver a campaign and off you go next. And there are many agencies out there that is that they're just a middleman campaign, build, off you go, next, next. And for us, it's exactly the opposite. It's about building relationships with clients, becoming even best friends. And we are best friends with some of our biggest clients and and going above and beyond for them, right? Innovating, thinking thinking about things they haven't thought of them before and, and really um adding value uh, generally adding value uh, to them because when you do that then results come then you build trust and then you build you know authority and then refer others and then things just you know flow flow from there so yeah start with the clients start with the value start with the relationships um add value above and beyond the norm and then things will flow that sounds amazing And then it is so interesting because I'm just thinking I'm conscious of time. And at the same time, I was like, oh, we'll talk about marketing. I will talk about this and your story. And I went into all these topics. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity of topics, super deep, super interesting. And the advice and marketing as such, it is coming back to the basics. That yes, doesn't surprise yes. me because given the conversation that we had in the middle about like, Like following your intuition, being connected with the universe, yes. being kinder, being more peaceful. Of course, it's like that. Of course, the is the same in business. Is the same in business. Applies yeah. for business, so yeah. it's not about yeah. for marketing. For marketing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being authentic, being your true self, and um, yeah, empowering others and being at peace. You know, with with calm and a smile and, 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 and yeah, that's where you attract clients and you attract your team and, 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 and grow with them. That's definitely in line. Yeah. Yeah. So But yeah, I feel, it does feel like we could go for another hour and, you know, I know. I could you. maybe, maybe if I create a podcast, you'll be my first guest as well, because you oh, have right. lots of lessons yeah. uh, <laughs> and stories. And I think we have similarities in our journeys as well. Yes, we do. So, yes, we do. Entrepreneurial spirit and personal development. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah we yes, could go we on do. for another, another few I know. hours. I know we could. I know we could. <laughs> Before we go, this is something that I have I'm not sure publicly, but uh, I'll share it with you about 
two or three weeks ago, I had a little accident at home. I got electrocuted. Like, wow. it was horrible. And that's like okay. a whole story that I need to tell at some point. But that thing, you know, it was strong, but I was like, oh my God, I'm alive. I'm not in the hospital. I don't have any burns, but it was extremely yeah. intense and painful and everything. But that little thing kind of like that yeah. energy yeah. did yeah. something. And I was like, it's energy. I have to do something with that energy. That's the message. It's like yes. energy yeah. that we need to use. Literally energy. energy. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's like proper energy. energy. Yes, yeah. like proper yeah. <laughs> voltage energy running through yes. my body. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know why I was going to say that, but um, but yeah, it's about like listening to those signs, listening to yes. whatever the yes. universe is telling you. Yeah. No, it's all it's all about energy. No, in this case, literally about energy. Yeah. Uh, and I had and I had a few episodes myself as well last year where just kind of reminders, sometimes scary reminders, right, or accidents or things that. Um, happen um, and if you try to look at the some of the noble purposes or the higher purposes that, that came out of this situation there's always something there's always something uh, i had covid now in the beginning of the, the year and we had to stay isolated in a hotel in brazil and i was convinced you know there is a higher purpose for this i don't know what but there is and i asked for a sign and the sign appeared so there were a couple of breakthroughs that came out of the blue from this experience of being isolated from 10 days that were just incredible. So boring and difficult experience, but two things came out of that with a higher purpose. And so again, you just need to be attentive and, and, and then, then yeah, go for it. So what would you think is the overall message out of this conversation that we've crafted basically? What do you think is the key message? Ooh, key message. Um, I think I think the key message based on everything we said is is about energy and, and mindset, which it has to start with the energy and the mindset and the peace. And so you have to start in a good place for things to happen and not the other way around, right? Because that's how I used to think in the past where when my life falls into place, when I achieve A, B, and C, then, I, then I'll be in a good place and I'll be happy and I'll be fulfilled. It's actually the opposite. You need to feel grateful. You need that to is. feel good and you need to feel at peace and you need to feel energized. And because of that, then things will happen. So it's, it's completely the other way around. So maybe that's how I I would summarize our chat. Would you, would you agree? I think so. Yeah, and I, I was thinking, oh, you just did a great summary. <laughs> I couldn't do it better. <laughs> it's like, it's just perfect. Amazing. Well, Bruno, it's been an absolute pleasure, super Likewise. pleasure having Likewise, you in the dear. show. Before we go, where can people find you and your agency and follow you and your journey? mgempower.com that's our uh, website uh, you can find me on Instagram as well Bruno Genovese uh, LinkedIn too uh, but yeah drop me a line I'd love to have more conversations for sure yes amazing well 
Thank you Everyone. very much, Moni. It's me that Thank thanks. You. Uh, really appreciate the invite. Uh, I really enjoyed that conversation. And as I said, we could go on for ages. So yeah, maybe we'll do a take two one day. Yeah, I'll, I'll we interview should. you. <laughs> yeah, we should do take two. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Great, Thank you. Great day. Talk to you later. And everyone, have an amazing week ahead and see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thank you.